Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Shall we shag now or shall we shag later? What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time! DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote, and maybe you could have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Are you not entertained? Let me entertain you. <laughs> Make your next thing a big one. Speaking of entertainment, today on the program, I have Alyssa JC on the show. Oh, Alyssa JC, uh, musician, singer, songwriter, dancer, uh, so much more. She's from San Diego, and now she's in Nashville entertaining the folks. And you're going to get to hear a little bit more about her story and her her journey in the next few minutes so stick around this week's shows i have one public show my faithful friday night gig at the rab in conway arkansas the video dance party karaoke jam yes i said karaoke you're the stars of the show think of it as a little concert starring each and every one of you yes they have a, a full bar kitchens open they got some new food items i don't know if you knew but over the last a month or so uh, there's a new there's new management it's the same people that own the italian restaurant in conway uh, verona's in conway arkansas well they bought the rab and they've changed up the menu uh the, you know still got the pizza and the burgers in there but now they got gyros and calzones and oh my goodness they're, they're bringing that italian goodness and, and and so much more into the kitchen so uh check that out and also there's a pool tournament on friday nights at the rab in conway arkansas so if you want to try your hand at playing pool and possibly make some money while you're doing it i encourage you to check out the rab conway arkansas yeah come sing come sing a song karaoke time at the rab <laughs> all right that's enough intro let's get into it with Alyssa jacy i got her on skype so if you're listening to the audio version of this i encourage you to check out my youtube youtube.com forward slash user forward slash keys dan skyping Alyssa jc now Alyssa JC. We've got it all together now. All right, party people. So, you know, yeah, Alyssa JC is the first uh, interview, the first podcast on the new laptop. Yes, I upgraded laptops because I needed a new one. And Alyssa <laughs> JC, you were uh, the, the victim of the technical difficulties. Not that I even had to say anything to the people about this because they would have never known anything with editing, with the power of editing. But I want to give full disclosure. And uh, Alyssa JC, I made you wait uh, a full 12 minutes. Uh, to get this underway and i don't like making the ladies wait i don't like making any anybody wait really you know because uh, you're important you're important to me and you're important to a lot of people and uh i want to start off by saying Alyssa jacy you are the real deal my goodness you look like you're uh barely in your out of your teens and here you are with um 3500 shows opening up for big giant names okay everybody's got a name everybody's got a level that they're on you're on this 
level. They're on that level. We're on this level. Maybe you're trying to get to the next level. Maybe you're happy on this level, but you've opened up for some big names and you've been a part of greatness. And I looked at one of your bios. It says that you're working on your 10th album, but then I go to your website and it's got the, the, the discography is it's almost uncountable because I can't count over 20. (laughs) Alyssa JC, give the people an idea of who you are now that I've rambled quite a bit. Uh, well, I'll start with, does it look clear on your end? Because it just, it just froze on my end for like 40 seconds. <laughs> oh, it's sweet perfection right here. I'm so happy to have this, uh, the, the Alyssa JC looking right there next to me. Wait, my uh, finger just ghosted. There it is right there. No, no, you got to point the opposite direction. Ah, see the power, the power of these webcams and stuff. Yeah. High five, high, high five, high five. Yeah. <laughs> For those that are listening to the audio version, they, they have no idea. I encourage you to check out the video version on YouTube, but Alyssa JC, give an idea of who you are. How do you do that? Um, well, born and raised in San Diego, about to <laughs> celebrate my 11 years here in Nashville. I think technically I moved to Nashville on January 3rd, but like most of my stuff didn't get here till the 10th. So I kind of just, I say the 10th is when I moved. Um, and yeah, at this point I've played four, I got to update my bio, played about 4,000 shows and I did just complete my 10th album and released it in October, October 10th of 2022. But as you saw on the website, um, the reason why it's, there's a lot of stuff going on is because there's a lot of singles kind of in between there. So album wise, I say 10 because there's between EPs, LPs and albums, 10 full-ish things, but some singles in between there. Um, yeah, what do you like? I don't know. I that, that there's a whole gigantic story of how I started in music, but that I will go. That's a long story. I got time, but uh, Alyssa JC, I mean, you're you're talking about albums. Do do people even make albums anymore? I wonder about that. And I think I've asked that question on this podcast before, but I'm going to ask it of you. You know, albums. It, it's usually it's singles now, isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, you know, go onto your Apple and buy it for like ninety nine cents or dollar ninety nine, whatever it is, uh, and then you you go listen to it on your Spotify and maybe. Maybe you make a tenth of a tenth of a tenth of a thousandth of a penny per listen? Um, well, there are a couple different things there. So to answer the first question, are people making albums still? They are. Uh, those people are the Carly Pierces and the Adam Doliaks and the, you know, bigger names of the world. I don't, I honestly can't tell you what a Garth Brooks or Carrie Underwood is doing, but I follow Carly Pierce regularly and I follow Adam Doliak regularly. And I know they both released albums this past year. Um, and just recently. So is it still happening? Yes. Um, is the thing to do singles? Yes. Also, I think it's a matter of how much of a team do you have behind you? How much of a budget do you have behind you? And how many songs what's your catalog what do you want to get out to the world and for me i've been doing singles now i met my last album was an ep release in 2015 um I guess if you want to count my live album, not a studio album, I did record or did release a live album in 2021. But uh, studio-wise, um, well, I happen to have a copy of it right here, actually. You can only get this on my website. <laughs> and there are 32 tracks on here. Some of it's me rambling. Some of it's um, those. It's me singing my original songs and stuff. But this 10th album is just digital. And if you buy it, uh, the artist gets to decide how much much they are selling it for so it could be 99 cents could be 129 could be six i think 69 cents 99 cents 129 and how much do we make off of a download a larger percentage than what we make off a stream a stream if you're just going to stream our music on spotify we make a tenth of 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 a t
<laughs> almost nothing. So download the music. <laughs> Please do. And buying it from your website would probably be the better thing to do or buying it directly from you, wouldn't it? The best thing to do is exactly what you just said. Go to my website, go to the contact page, say, Alyssa, I would like all of your music or I want, you know, I have the three albums that I've printed. I still have in front of me right here. So like, let's say you want, here's the change. You can't really hear that anywhere anymore. I took it down. It's my, this is my debut album from 2010. And I think Pandora still has it. And you might be able to find one or two copies on Amazon or something. But if you want old, 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 old stuff, like my very first release ever, you can only get that directly from me on AlyssaJC.com. And a fan from out of the country just did that. They're like, wait, what? I want your entire catalog, every single song you've ever recorded. I want. And so I spent the better part of a week putting that together for him. And there you go. Alyssa, JC, you just showed me the, showed me the picture of your very first album. You look like a little baby, just a, oh my goodness, a little tiny little baby just out of high school uh, making an album. Now, okay, that, that takes me back. Now we can start there. Uh, you're making your first album. How old were you making your first album? I was 25 when I made this. Um, I didn't start singing until I was almost 24. So uh, my first, yeah, my first recording, first time in a studio. I mean, you're looking at it. This is, this is the first photo shoot for music. I've done a lot of photo shoots for uh, modeling stuff before, but never for music. So this is the very, 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 very forever well, shoot for music. Alyssa JC, 25 years old is, uh, is the magic number. Usually that's, uh, physiology, physiology when, when the, the brain is fully formed, when you start to become a person. Okay. Before that, uh, at least in my experience, I was a, a numbskull. I was, uh, you know, <laughs> thankfully I was made of rubber. I had Wolverine powers. Whenever I fell, I can get back up again. But before 25, you start thinking about what do you want to be when you grow up? And you say you you didn't start singing until you were 25. So uh, before 25, what did you want to be when you grew up? I was a professional hip hop dancer, instructor. I was dancing. I danced in the Super Bowl just before I started singing. I've been on traveling touring teams. I almost got on Star Search, if you remember that back in the day, dancing Disneyland um, competitions. I was from four years old to current day uh, dancing. So I thought, I thought <laughs> I was going to end up as a dancer, but I um, I moved to Los Angeles from San Diego to teach dance and took, took a break off of college. I did eventually end up going back to school, but and graduating. So I do have a degree. But I took some time off of school, went to LA to teach dance, was singing to myself at work. Some coworkers heard me singing, thought I had a good voice, convinced me to try karaoke. Karaoke is how my singing career started. Okay, karaoke in LA. In LA. Okay. Uh, last time I went to San Francisco, uh, San Diego, uh, I think it was on fire back in the mid 2000s. I did a, uh, a singles party a in San Diego. Uh, and I, 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 man, I remember going down 10. Okay, I went across from Florida. I, I, was, I was living in Miami. And and I went across the 10, down the 8 to San Diego. But while I was going down the 8, it was on fire. How, yep. often, how often does that happen? Oh, I mean, probably three times in the last 15 years. Um, ma major, like major, major fires. Do you still have family in San Diego? I do. They're all there. <laughs> have they lost anything in those fires? That's crazy. No, I've been really lucky. My extended family, so my aunt, uncle live in LA, um, out in Malibu, and um, my my mom, dad, brother, sister-in-law, nephew, they're all in southern San Diego. Uh, the ash and the smoke and everything was really thick, but it never affected where my like where my immediate family lived.
relatives, but my uncle and aunt had to kind of retreat away from their homes for a while and it got very, very, very close. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm, I grew up East Coast, but I've always been fascinated with the West Coast. Being a Southern California West Coast girl, uh, dancing, I mean, that's something. Were you dancing for the, the Chargers or, I, see, I'm not much into sports. That's the only thing I know. San Diego Chargers, are they even the thing anymore? I, They're I, not even, this is a tough topic for anyone who's from San Diego. They <laughs> um, are now. All right, you froze for a second, but obviously the San Diego Chargers is, is a tough conversation because even the higher power, uh, the whatever that might be, decided to cut us off, but I will cut that part out. No problem. <laughs> so tell me about the San Diego Chargers and the toughness of that subject. Uh, well, it's just unfortunate that we don't have, we don't have a football team anymore. So, um, so I'm going to try to make this brighter on my face, <laughs> showing that on here. Uh, it's, it just sucks. It sucks that San Diego lost their, our football team, but we still have the Padres. So I sing the national anthem for the Padres in front of 15,000 people, but I've never danced for the Chargers. Okay. Well, okay. Tell me about the, the dancing. Uh, did that start as a uh, little girl or, you know, were you dancing from, because I, I have a 17 year old that, that's been dancing. I guess she's been dancing eight years now uh, or, or more. Maybe I, she might be, in, uh, she might be in her ninth year, but tell me about the dancing, uh, dancing Alyssa JC. What what um, dances does your what style of dance does your daughter do? Uh, is she I think she, she really likes the ballet and the uh, the modern and the show dancing. If that's uh, right, hip hop she wasn't really into that much. She took it a couple of times. There was some gymnastics in there. She didn't like it that much. But she you know you gotta you gotta try everything. And yeah. I'm glad that you you get well rounded. But tell me about the dancing experience that you've had. Yeah. Um. So I started at four years old ballet, jazz, tap. Um, did all that through probably nine years old. And then I started nine or 10 and then I added hip hop. And then I added, I auditioned for this team that was half hip hop, half Lindy hop. Um, so there was a lot of like swing dancing infused with hip hop, which was super fun. Uh, I did character. Um, I was on a competitive rhythmic gymnastics team. Um, so I did a, like a lot of, I did a lot of sports too. Like there's a lot of sports and dancing when I was younger, but dance was really my passion and dance is what led me to LA. And I just don't, I just don't know if I ever would have gotten involved with music if I didn't do that. Cause I had no intention. I had no desire. I didn't even know I could sing. I didn't even have, I, it's not like I was out there singing in choirs or singing at the, like the plays I was in. I was doing a little bit of acting when I was a kid in high school, but music was not anything I was intrigued by except for to dance to it. So it just, it really took me by a massive surprise that anyone thought that I could sing. And, and then when people liked it, that was even weirder. And like when I got on stage and sang karaoke and people were like, oh my gosh, where can I buy your CD? Where can I see your next show? I'm just like, you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, from four years old, you're in show business. All right. It's all entertainment. It's all getting up in front of people, uh, you know, feeling the energy of the crowd, playing off that energy. Uh, you know, when you're dancing for people, I mean, when you're dancing in class, it's one thing. You're dancing with each other and you're trying to get those moves down, uh, making the teacher happy, getting your pirouettes and your, you know, uh, your sachets and fossil fussy 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 you know but uh yeah, those are those are spirit fingers that's not jazz hands you know but uh exact oh that's a, a bird i'm a bird <laughs> 
But, you know, you have that in your back pocket, and that's that's giving you the foundation. Uh, and then working in, uh, was it team sports? Was it individual sports that you were in, working well with others? What, oh, what kind of sports? The rhythmic gymnastics was mainly individual, like the competition side. And I was at all the competitions, but um, team sports. So soccer, I got competitive. I was on competitive soccer teams. Volleyball through first year of college. Basketball through junior year of high school. Um I was swam for like the first half of my youth, but I yeah, mostly mostly team stuff except for gymnastics. Okay, I mean I swam. That was my uh, that was my biggest sport. Was I was the captain of my swim team. You know how many people were on the swim team? One. That was me. <laughs> uh, I, I I made myself captain. <laughs> We had we didn't have a pool at my school, so I had to go to a different school to go swim with them, and they gave me a lane. All right, that is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> you have so much more personality over than like on Instagram. You're so subdued the way that you message. I love this. Like you're fun. This is fun already. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, you know, usually I, I'll, I'll do these things and I end up developing a relationship with these people, you know, be, because, you know, this is, I don't want this to be the last time that we talk. And by far, we're not even scratching the surface of who you are. But, I, you know, even after this, I'll, I'll share your stuff. I'll make sure that I'll do everything in my power to make sure that people know who Alyssa JC is but Alyssa JC you've already been doing that work for so long at least the last 15 years of your life have been dedicated to not only singing but learning how to play guitar was guitar something you played in in, in your youth or is that something you just took up because I'm looking in in screen you have a, a guitar right there in your background <laughs> yeah this is like a funny story and it's also frustrating um I had zero intention of playing guitar as well. So when I started singing, like, okay, I can do this. Like, I'm comfortable on stage. I still don't know about my voice. I don't know what people are hearing that I'm I'm not hearing what they're hearing. But sure, I'll sing. And started writing songs. I'm like, well, gosh, I guess if people want to hear my voice, maybe I should start doing some local shows here. So I hired a guitar player. And they either showed up um, unprepared or didn't show up at all. So I hired another one. This went on three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight guitarists in a row. And by the eighth time where they didn't show up either on time or prepared or whatever, they didn't show up at all. I'm like, I guess I'm going to have to teach myself guitar if I'm going to want to get anything done. So 17 years ago this month, roughly, no, October of this year will be 17 years since I've been playing. Um, so six, roughly, I don't know, 16 and a half years of guitar. Uh, did it by default. You know, and that's a superpower that you have is it, the, the guitar seems to be one of, if not the best instrument to have somebody to accompany yourself with. You play guitar, you could sing with it. It's portable, uh, especially an acoustic guitar. You could take it anywhere. You can walk down the street. You could skate down the street. I remember back in the 70s and 80s, uh, you know, on the boardwalk in in, uh, in Fort Lauderdale on the strip where I'm growing up, uh, there was a cat that used to go up and down uh, playing his guitar, busking and, you know, I guess he, I don't I remember, I think he had a hat in his pocket or something, you know, where you could throw some some coins in there. And my cousin Timmy still does it. He doesn't do it on skates, but he goes off and he, and he plays his guitar. You know, this is, this is, this is primarily a learning podcast and people are learning from you how to succeed in this business 
business that we call show. And, and and you the only way to do it is to do it yourself sometimes. You got to get to work. You can't count on other people. Could you imagine, uh, you know, not just counting on the one person. Yes, sometimes it does work out. But to count on a whole band, sometimes keeping those together is a, a, a feat in itself, a full-time job. But, um, you know, at least you have that ability to go set up at a bar, uh, play some music, entertain some people while they're having some drinks, forgetting their troubles, changing people's mind, you know, uh, making, uh, if they had a hard week and it's only Tuesday, you know, uh, it, it, there there's Alyssa JC sitting there on that little stage playing her guitar and singing her songs and making people feel better. I mean, is that what you do? And, that, and that's not to take away from anyone who plays piano. It is just um, easier, like you said, to pick up a guitar and, you know, like I will practice guitar while I'm walking on my treadmill. If you all follow me on Instagram, you will see me on the treadmill every day because I'm so sick of having like it's just all the desk jobs that I have had in my life and I also I used to work in restaurants for 13 years so on my feet all over the place and I worked in retail a lot on my feet all over the place but I did do some desk jobbing and sitting when you're home practicing or sitting on your laptop sitting your shoulders I need to work with my posture my dance posture is gone from playing drums and playing guitar like this but I'm even on my treadmill playing my guitar and walking because it helps with my, first of all, you're working out a little bit. It helps your practicing, helps um, really just like keep your, your um, what's it, in alignment with not, not your spine, your rhythm, whatever. I'm balance, balance. See, when you get to my age, you can't remember words anymore. Uh, it helps with balance. So um, yeah, with so if this is a learning podcast. I can't. I'm so excited to tell people all the things of what they can do to enhance their careers and music or not. Because I took I took a career that I had this much interest in initially and this much um, desire really to even pursue. And within 13 months of living in Nashville, I made it my full time job, and I had only been in the industry for eight years prior to that. San Diego is not the easiest place to break out because it's not really a gigantic music town. So you can only do so much. I always reference, like I kind of I hit this ceiling in San Diego. I'm like, well, if I want to go anywhere in music, I'm going to have to move. And I certainly did not like living in Los Angeles. And I don't enjoy unless I'm flying to or from Europe going to New York. So I'm like, well, that leaves Nashville. And I have toured here. I had toured here four times prior to moving. And I loved every single person I met every single show that I had and there was this gravitational pull of like you've got to move here and if you don't move here Alyssa like the universe was like if you don't you know so well yeah. you mentioned that you went from San Diego to LA and there was some modeling in there where where did the modeling come in uh, was that something that you were doing during high school or just after or what what kind of modeling was that and where, where did that take you it took me nowhere except for <laughs> I'm modeling now a little bit like since I, since the last few years I'm signed I was signed to a couple agencies i left one of them and with one now i did a couple runway shows for bridal gowns and chico's clothing and um i do the occasional i was in a honda commercial um a couple years ago but that's the extent of what that i don't even i i don't enjoy it i just do it because i can i guess but i don't i love music and i love dancing uh, my agent's gonna watch this she'd be like what the hell was up well, in, um, in high school, I was in DECA and uh, Distributive Education Clubs of America and Fashion Marketing. And uh, I thought I might go to the the, institu- the Art Institute of, of, of Fort Lauderdale uh, at one point. And I thought that that might be a, a way to go, you know, looking how pretty I am. 
<laughs> but I was the only dude in the class, but uh, I, I found it interesting. And I made my own clothes that year. And I, you know, I was able to participate in a, 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 a fashion show, uh, modeling my own clothes that my grandma helped me make. And that was what? pretty nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I do appreciate the modeling and uh, yeah, I guess it can be hard work. And, and you see the, I guess the TV versions of models are, oh, I'm so fat. I'm going to eat a, I'm going to smoke a cigarette for lunch. Mm, that's all I'm having. I'm going to have some air for dinner. Mm, mm, I'm so fat. You know, I, and I guess modeling has changed quite a bit uh, in the in the recent years, the past 10 years. The, the plus size models have made their way and, and you know, body image and yes, yeah, celebrate. But, uh, you know, okay, for those, like, once again, if you're not watching the video version, check it out. Uh, you've had the, the guns, you know, you've put your arms up and you've low key showed off the guns that athleticism that you've had uh, when you were a little kid you keep it going obviously you know being on the treadmill looking like a a a, a, a smaller version of the okay go um, video uh that, that they did on treadmills look it up right. it's great uh, you know you're on your treadmill playing guitar getting some exercise what is your exercise regimen i just got back in the gym uh last month and i'm trying to turn this titanic around this cherubic face i don't want to look at it anymore i want it to be more sunken and sullen mm, mm. no but t- t- you know tell me about your rec- exercise regimen how do you keep in I, shape i've got to give it up to you dude i have done a, a numerous amount of interviews i have been in so many podcasts and i, I have to say you are one of my top people that I've spoken to because you are truly, you are so entertaining. I'm entertained and I, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but usually I'm the one like pulling the conversation or like they don't know what to ask or they don't know how to, it's not a conversation really. It's just, and they don't, you are wonderful. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you for being yourself. And thank you for having this podcast and giving this opportunity for people like me who you don't, a lot of you watching this don't know who I am. Like most of the world doesn't know who I am. And so thank you for like doing your homework and asking cool questions and being happy and positive and funny. Oh, shucks. Come on. You know, I get to, I get to talk into microphones. I've been doing this since 86. That's back in the 1900s, kids. <laughs> but, you know, I've been on the radio. But, uh, you know. My, my rotary phone here. Call you up. Yeah. Plus, I like to, I like learning about people. And, and tonight, uh, today, we're learning about you, Alyssa JC. Here we are. Uh, you know, but tell me about your exercise regimen. Is it all treadmills and guitars or is there more to it? There's more to it. So first things first, my body, your body is made out of muscle muscle has memory so your muscles remember if you start to welcome them back into your life so if you go if you were raised like i was which is like out of the womb and into a sport um that your body's gonna remember that i did that all all my life and um with what i'm doing now i'm 35 days sober i completely quit drinking i've been an avid wine and tequila drinker a lot of my life um so that helps i'll tell you that much like right away even if i weren't working out at all my body bodies tend to drop weight if you don't drink alcohol so that's one thing i'm doing the second thing is i do have a regimen of walking a lot when it's winter that's why i bought the treadmill because i don't have any excuses um if it's snowing outside i can't like i like to 
uh, I will get on my treadmill and it's not like I do anything vigorous. It's I just a, a baby little tilt of like 3.5, four or five, maybe degrees and 1.1, 1.3 walking pace. And then I can still do, I can do podcasts while I'm walking if I want to. I can type out my emails. I can write a song. I can practice um, do all my social media. I can still do that while I'm walking. So I tend to do that probably every day, um, sometimes for 30 minutes, sometimes for six hours. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Um, and then when it's really hot outside, I like to run outside and, and just drip in sweat. Uh, and they're not, again, they're not extensive 20 mile runs. They're more jogs and they're probably a couple miles. And um, I just started working out with a personal trainer a month ago because I want to take my body to that next level at this current moment in my life. 41. And I keep hearing, if you don't get your shit, sorry, can I cuss on this? Whatever. If you, get, if you don't get your shit together now, it's going to be harder and harder the older that you get. So I am back to, you know, I already eat really healthy also. Vegetables are a gigantic part of my daily diet. Uh, so I, you got to eat well, you got to work out and that's kind of yeah, what I'm doing. And also if you're, if you're drumming, like I do or playing guitar like I do that kind of automatically works out your arms so it's really just where you want to put your focus into well I saw your video from New Year's Eve and uh, I saw that you were 32 days sober and you had just celebrated 41 years uh, of life and uh, you know I, I commend you for that uh, uh, mom alcoholic uh, grandpa alcoholic uh, mom sober you know for probably I don't know I, I don't know but it, she's a much better person you know my grandfather a long time ago as as he's passed uh, back in the 90s but you know he was uh, he, he liked his beers you know he liked his drinks and and, and it does take over, but how did it present for you? If you, if you don't mind me asking, uh, you know, did, did you have a, a rock bottom or, or, you know, the way as they say, or, or you said, eh, I don't need this. My rock, my rock bottom happened in LA. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to answer that question by going backwards if that's cool. Uh, so I was in college in San Diego. I had gone to school, freshman year of college, sophomore year of college. And that's when I made the decision to move, to stop going to school, go to LA and teach dance. And then when I was there, I had four part-time jobs. One was teaching singers how to move comfortably on stage. That was the first job I had was I got hired by a ran. I was on my way to an acting audition of all things. And in the elevator going to the same audition was a producer and his singer. And on our way up, we're talking about dancing and on our way back down, he's like, I'm hiring you. You need to teach her how to dance and how to move um, comfortably on stage. That was my first job. I had a few other jobs working in cocktail waitressing and hostessing and stuff, restaurants and um, a talent scout. And while I'm there working all these part-time jobs, I'm also drinking my ass off, like just, just having fun because I'm at restaurants. Now, drinking and driving, never really a thing. Not getting belligerent. I've never flashed anyone before. I've never gotten on a table and danced. I've not, I was never that kind of drinker, but I drank a lot and I drank often. And when you do that, you make poor choices with people who you hang out with, with things that you do. And there was a rock bottom that I hit in LA when I'm like, that's it. You're moving back to San Diego. You're going home. You're going back to school and you can pursue music you know, as you desire when you go back there. So I went back to San Diego, started going back to school full time. I had a full college schedule, Monday through Thursday, full classes. Thursday night, I, and I would work part time, 20 hours a week at Victoria's Secret, drive every Thursday night after my last college class to LA 
record Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning, drive back to San Diego that afternoon, do all of my homework for the week that night and do it all again for three months until my very first EP was released. And that is how I rocked that you know, junior year of college, graduated um, two years later with a communications degree. And by the time I was done with school, my first two years, I had two or three EPs released in music. So I continued to drink as one would when they're in their 20s um, and in school. And then when I uh, moved to, L- to Nashville, big drinking town, And I just noticed in this particular time, why did I stop? I've taken breaks before because I tend to fluff up and I don't like fluffing up. I don't like, (laughs) I don't like that. And I I saw myself making the same poor decisions. And um, so with this time, it was like, you're 41 and you don't need to, or you're going to be 41 and it's affecting your body and you just really don't need it. I enjoy it. I love a great glass of red wine. Like I'm a, I'm a Cabernet snob. I'm a wine snob in general, but I love a good glass of red with a meal. And I love tequila. Tequila is fun. Like I'm a happy drunk. I'm not as, like I said, I'm not a sloppy one. I don't, I, I just, I don't get on, I don't go blacked out and go driving down the road. I just don't like how I was starting to look and how it was starting to make me feel. And I'd already just gone through a divorce and I don't need any more dark circles and wrinkles and stuff outside of smile lines. (laughs) So I just said, you're done. I just, it was just like, eh, you've had enough. You can, you can stop now. I can see. Okay. Well, you know, I had a half a beer when I was 21 and I passed out, so I'm no good at it. I have to learn and live vicariously through other people, you know, and and I I work at bars a lot too. I'm a karaoke jock and a club DJ. So, you know, I, yeah, yeah I, I work at bars a lot and I see people as they walk in. Hey, we're here. And as, as they walk out, hey, we're here. Hey, <laughs> I need a, where's my car? <laughs> you know, but you know, I, it's, it, it's the way people unwind. Some people uh, need that or feel that. And, and hey, God bless them. Hopefully in moderation and have a designated driver, all that kind of thing. Uh, don't right. hit rock bottom. Some people can handle their drink. Some people can handle their high. I, I want you to be able to handle it, you know? Yeah. And, and, and not everybody needs to to go to a, a class, an AA, if you will. There, you know, and some people can just ha- uh, you know um, stop on their own, cold turkey. And and um, I don't. Uh, that's you, okay? So you didn't need any help other than yourself. And and uh, and that's hey, it's good. I mean, as long as you're feeling good in your life, the what you're doing, you know, you got the exercise going, the running. Man, I think I need to start running. I know it's going to be hard on my knees at 53 years old, but uh, when I was in my 20s that's the only thing that tore it off you know when i did blow up between high school and uh and and all through college i started to get bigger and bigger and i wanted to get in the fire department and i said i gotta lose some weight so running you are doing the right thing that's definitely a a good thing my loyal listener run if you can and i know it is it bad is it bad for your joints is it hard on your knees maybe walk you know yeah yes it's running is not going to get rid of your belly fat by the way anybody who's listening to this know this it's that's not it like you need to it needs to be a full body workout. There needs to be 20 to 30 minutes of um, uh, like weight lifting, a little bit of weight lifting training, you know, get, get with a personal trainer at least a few times in your life. And so you can learn the basics and you can do it on your own. I am not motivated in the least to do any weightlifting. I can motivate myself to walk or to jog, but I cannot for the life of me get myself to do a freaking sit up or push up or to lift anything. I can't do it. So I have to hire someone to, you know, smack me around. Okay, we're doing this today. So 
Um, if you want to drop weight, you know, quitting, sure, obviously sugar, get sugar out of your life as much as possible. Soda is so bad for you. Um, eating late, eating crappy food, you know, eat healthier, throw in some more vegetables to your, into your diet and no alcohol or alcohol, like you said, in moderation, you know, um, I, I, I still feel, I feel like maybe one day way down the road, if I, if I feel like it, maybe, maybe I'm saying probably years, I might go back to like a glass of wine or two, but it's just, I think everybody needs to do what's best for them. And it's hard to be aware to figure that out. Like not everybody, it's rare. I don't say this to pat myself on the back. I'm just saying it's rare for someone to recognize that they need to stop and then just to stop cold turkey. Um, in the past, when I have noticed I've gained weight, it's typically the weight that gets me to stop and I'll take breaks. And so I'll just say, okay, you're going to go seven days. You're going to go 10 days. The longest I've ever gone was 30 or 31 days in the past. And only once, I just did it once like a couple of years ago. I always give myself an end date because it gives me an out. But this time, I, this time I said, you're going to go two to three weeks and then, and you're going to stop on December 1st. But on the 29th of November, I'm like, you don't need to, just because you have one extra day to drink doesn't mean you have to. Like I just, I just, I stopped. And then one or two days later, I'm like, okay, you're definitely going three weeks. You're not going to. And one or two days later after that, you're like, I'm like, I'm going to go at least a month. And then one day after that, two days, I'm like, I think I just quit. And then for, for a few days, I walked around going, I think I quit drinking. And then within a week or so after that, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm waiting for when I can retire and I'm going to start doing edibles and, uh, and start drinking like a fish. You know? <laughs> but, <laughs> I never, I never had it. Never did. Never, never had the, the, the need. I, I like this, the, the smell of um of uh of cannabis i like the smells but i've never done it and you know and i, I wonder I, you know i just live vicariously through people and i guess out in, in california you can do it in the streets now can you it's very it's very legal there yeah <laughs> wow yeah i mean and i i think it should be i you know i i don't know how you feel about it but i think it should be legalized the only ones that that don't want it legalized are the ones that are selling it illegally because they're they're gonna lose a lot of business <laughs> okay. i my my personal take on it is I don't like it because it makes me eat. I sound stupid and it affects my voice. So I'm not a huge fan of it. I do. I, I have done it from time to time to help me sleep because I have crazy anxiety. Um, since I was in eighth grade, I've had insomnia and anxiety and I've been trying to figure out how to get rid of that by a multitude of different things. And um, every so often I, I might, it's called tincture. It's like um, THC mixed with CBD oil. You can put a little bit under your tongue. Uh, and, and again, super moderation, like I'll go months and months and months and months and months without, because I just don't like, I don't like how I sound for at least 48 hours afterward. It sounds like I've been up talking all night long, like this groggy, uh, I even have it right now at my throat a little bit. Cause I've been talking a lot today. But uh, I think, you know, it's, it's better for you than alcohol. It's, you know, from the earth. So, you know, have at it. But again, everything in moderation. Yeah. Handle except your eye. Was it except for what? The color blue. Oh, okay. She likes the blue. And I got the blue in my background. Blue. I saw, see, I saw it as soon as he turned it on. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and um, I've talked to a few of these gurus and I think they've sent me some CBD. I haven't tried it. I haven't tried any of the oils or anything like that. But I want to, you know, and I, I'm kind of interested in it. But that's a 
whole, a whole nother thing. The through line that I'm getting here, Alyssa, JC, is is that your your body is a temple and you treat it that way. You start to feel that it's going out of whack. You're, you're not, you know, it's a, is it a feeling internally, externally? You know, when you look in a mirror or is it something, you know, you feel it inside your bones? You go, huh, this is something's not right. Let me fix this. I mean, is it is it external or internal where you feel it more and then you want to do something about it? Let me give the listeners some stage 41-year-old advice here. <laughs> Listen to your gut. Listen to your instincts. You, as humans, we were gifted with instinctual brain power. So throughout your life, you've probably been, you've probably had moments where you're like, I don't know if I should, you know, and then enter, you know, sentence here. I don't know if I should hang out with that person. I don't know if I should make a left down this road at 12 a.m. You know, after I've been drinking. I don't know if I should go to that bar. Tonight. I don't know if I, if I should get on that flight. I don't know if I should take this phone call. I don't know if I don't know. And usually, I bet you, if you go back. And remember some of these things, you probably were right about that. Oh, I don't think I should do that. Therefore, I'm not. And so it's, I would say a lot of it is instinctual. Listen to your body. If your body's freaking tired, take a freaking nap if you can. Or if your body's like puking because it's having, it's rejecting the alcohol in your body, maybe you shouldn't be drinking. If you're throwing up food, maybe you ate too much. I mean, just just listen to your body. It's really instinctual, I would say, for the most part. But yeah, of course, you can look in the mirror and say, okay, for me, when I was drinking, my face doubled in size. My arms doubled in size. My boobs didn't go anywhere, but my hips did. It's like, what the fuck is that about? But <laughs> You started that paragraph with listen to your gut, and there's a lot to that. There's a gut biome and all those little bacteria, those little gut uh, creatures that are living in your belly. They're telling you what they want to eat and what they, what they need to sustain. Uh, sustain themselves i need some oj down here uh you know uh, give me some protein give me some you know they, listen to your gut for sure or don't drink that okay eat that but don't you know yeah they, they do they, they they do uh tell you what to do uh, you got and uh for people that are just learning that we have little bugs that live inside our body yeah there's millions of them millions <laughs> of them oh my goodness all right but back to the music <laughs> but here we are talking about uh the music of Alyssa jc you never know where these things are going to go you really don't but uh, you know there's more to you than than playing guitar singing songs making albums that is the passion but there's there's more to you there's more facets to who you are congratulations on the on the no drinking that seems to be the way to go uh for you at least at this moment in time and uh, you know uh, I, I, you talked about red wine like mm, maybe i have a little one with dinner down the line eh, every, you know people do that uh, people around the world do that uh, and they live longer they swear by it uh you know but uh yeah it's something i have haven't done but hey maybe one day maybe one day i'll start drinking <laughs> I, I can i can think of what it would what my bot my body right now is giving me in this conversation a reaction to the thought of having wine go down my system and it's like not not yet young lady no 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 <laughs> we have a while to go all Just, right, uh, all right. Yeah. well back on the treadmill with the uh with the guitar uh, you know yeah. and i did see that video it was fantastic uh, you know it, it, i guess you you said you do a lot of them because I only saw maybe the last one. I only, I mean, I treadmill. I I share stories of me on the treadmill like almost every day. But I do. I'm just started doing the guitar thing on the treadmill. I 
only just started that last week or a week before that or something. Okay. Well, you're a good, you're a good follow for sure. Uh, Instagram for, for sure. But, uh, you know, you have, uh, you know, definitely places to follow you and, and, uh, oh my goodness. You, you share your stories. You're, you're, you got good, uh, vibes. Uh, you talk about my vibes. I talk about your vibes. You know, you, you give good and the YouTube videos are amazing. They're impressive. Uh, you have some where you're on your own. There's full music videos. And then there's some where you have a band where you're kind of jamming, uh, you know, maybe uh, all lined up and, and playing some songs, like kind of like a storyteller type uh, of, uh, of of show. Well, tell me about the, the listening room, uh, wh- you know, moving from L.A. I mean, because what, what you did was you started the L.A. story where you were dancing, you were trying to maybe acting. Did you ever get into any acting at all? God. Um, yes, actually I did. I was an extra in, um, I was dancing extra in a movie with Burt Reynolds and Lauren Holly with Burt Reynolds. We all know who that is. And then Lauren Holly is, um, I, I only know her because it's Jim Carrey's ex-wife. That's how I know. But this was back when I was 18 and I'm 41 now. So, and this was like 2000, when the hell was this? This was before I even moved to LA. This is just me acting a little bit, but it's, I didn't, I didn't have any speaking lines or anything. No acting in my, I, the only agent I have is for a modeling acting agency. So I am, I don't have a PR agency. I don't have, I've never had a manager in music. I've never had a booking agent in music. I've everything you see online I've done myself. So more or less, like I've gotten some advice from people here and there, but all of the, like, we can talk more about that in a second, but as far as acting goes, I just, I currently have an agent for modeling and acting stuff. Um, but I, she knows this. she knows that I don't really like acting. I just, I do it because I'm trying to, I'm hoping that one of these auditions is going to turn into maybe multiple ones. will bring in another stream of income. I'm very much on that mindset of have multiple streams of income. Yeah. Passive income would be great. I'm trying to figure that out in this moment as well as 2023 rolls into my world. But um, yeah, with acting, I'm only doing it just to see what happens. I do enjoy modeling a lot. I hope it more, hope more comes out, more comes up, more opportunities arise. But um, there's a, I was for a while, I was hosting TV shows and that was freaking epic. I if you look up Alyssa JC TV on YouTube, yes. Oh my gosh. Um, especially for balcony TV, because just like these interviews, like you're such as yourself, I would do the exact same thing. And I, I love interviewing. I love interviewing musicians because as an artist, I know things that they're probably going to want to talk about. Um, and I just, I love listening to their, like you, you probably like learning about their music and their background and, um, balcony TV gave me this platform to be off the cuff, such as this conversation where I didn't have to censor myself. I could ask them whatever they could say, whatever. And it was just this super fun thing that was in, um, 77 different countries and was going on for like 15 or 16 years. And I was very blessed to be a part of it almost upon moving to Nashville um, I was a performer on the show and then they liked my sarcasticness and were like, you should, we, should, we need a female co-host. And so I was, there was a male host already. I was co-hosting. So you can see this on, on YouTube. You just look up Alyssa J's TV, my reel will pop up and there's other shows that I hosted for and I liked them, but anything that was scripted or a green screen, or I had to subdue, like there's a show that you'll see on there. I'm not going to say the name right now. But there's a teleprompter I had to read off of and I couldn't be fully Alyssa. I had to be like very, I had to stay in this box. I could still kind of be me. 
And it was really great practice to read off a teleprompter. It gave me all these opportunities for all these different auditions that I did. But um, TV hosting was so much fun. So that's something that's a facet of mine that people will find out when they go looking up stuff, dancing, TV hosting, modeling, acting. What I also, to this day, get so much joy out of is career coaching. I own a career coaching business and I've been doing that since 2014. Well, what's the name of it? Tell me about it. It's called, uh, It's if you look up IAUM.live, it stands for I Am Unashamedly Me. That's and what that was. Okay. I kind of, I, I clicked on that and I was trying to figure out what it was but okay oh, tell me more tell me more that's a problem so you click to share this with me so you clicked on it and you couldn't figure out what that meant you clicked on the website or what happened yes I clicked on the website right now it says I yeah I um dot live and all right I'm, I'm clicking on it now but go ahead tell people about it sure so it started again this is another this is what I just my whole life <laughs> since I started singing has just been this roller coaster of things that I didn't expect. So I moved to Nashville. The first thing I did was start teaching dance because I didn't know what the hell else to do as my first job. Um, and then I started, uh, I was performing at Hotel Indigo here in town and they are like, we are trying to maybe get rid of our booking agent who's here three nights a week and we love you. So one day at a time they booked me to, they hired me to start booking people. And I did a really good job on one night. They gave me the second night. Next thing you know, I'm booking for two and a half years. Um, so I'm also learning how to be a live sound engineer on the spot. Also being a promoter for other artists, a booking agent for the other artists, a host, a live host. It gave me so much experience from this one particular thing that other venues came to me and said, hey, we want you to book for us. And so for a while, I mean, I've booked over 3,000 people in this town within the first two to three years of me living here. And um, from that, I would have conversations off stage with artists that say, hey, will you tell us how you opened for Bruno Mars? How did you do that? Can you tell us how you put yourself on this you know, gigantic tour? And, and, and did you have a booking agent? You didn't have an agent? How'd you do that? How did you go to Europe and play in Europe? How are you on TV? How are you on the radio? And I would give away my advice for free. So apparently someone heard these conversations and came to me and said, you got to stop giving away all your hard earned you know, advice and you need to start charging for that. And I'm like, hmm, that's a really good idea. So I came up with this company and got an LLC um, and started telling people, you know, I can, I'll do three, a 30 minute, free 20, 30 minute consultation. Um, and from there, you'd like what you hear. I like what I hear because I don't work with just everybody. You need to be a driven person and you need to be able to take constructive criticism and you need to be somewhat talented. Those are minor criteria of what I desire for who I'm going to allow to hire me. Um, so I just started working with people. Next thing I know, I have all these different clients and some are in Canada and I just love, I'm like, I'm like the tiniest, babiest, littlest female version of Tony Robbins. Just like this <laughs> tiny little, you know, like, a, like the parasite that lives in our body size in comparison to his seven footness. I don't think but you I, give yourself I, enough credit. I, 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 I peruse the, the website and it does have, uh, it, it has kind of your, your, um, your credits, uh, you know, where you've been uh, proving that you, okay. If you want to be the best, you got to learn from the best. You've already gotten to this level. So if you want to, and and you, you're reaching down and you're helping people to get up to this level and even higher, even pushing them up higher. And this is, this is something you can do as a motivator using the experience that you have. Now, speaking of experience, you 
went back to school in San Diego, you got your communications degree. Do you think that that helped or do you think you could have done this without that degree? I think I could have done it without the degree, but I will tell you this. I was raised by one of the, my mother is a cheerleader for their kids. Like we can, I I was going to say something inappropriate. We can do anything. We can breathe. We can wake up. And she's like, yeah, kids, like you're amazing. You woke up today. You know, she's like, she's such a mommy. And then my dad, very strict by the book, you know, just do your homework and get A pluses if you can. And then there's, oh, you got a B. How come it wasn't an A? But he's, he was so, and is, he's still to this day, because both my parents, luckily, thank you God, are still around. Um, he raised my brother and I to, to like work our butts off, but I didn't like, I didn't have any, like a percentage of drive that I have for music. I didn't have it in anything else. So I, I was really good at soccer, but I was never great. I was good at volleyball, but I was never great. And with dancing, I teetered, but I was never great, great. Like I could, I would have gone further had I like had the drive behind it. I had the passion, but you can't, there's, there's a difference between drive and passion. And I have both for music. I have everything you could possibly desire for need to be successful in, in a career with, when it comes to music. And so I didn't see this side of me growing up, never, not in school, not in sports, not in dance. I didn't see what I have to discovered in myself from music. So that's why I want to encourage people and coach people because if you have what I have, I will teach you everything that I know. And then by that time, you got to go hire somebody else because I can't, I don't know if I can get you any higher. And I certainly can't give you what I haven't done. I've never been signed to a label. I'm not going to tell you I can sign you to a label, right? I've never, what I, have, I've, I haven't, I still haven't gotten my music on TV and film. And that's like one of my number one things that I want. I'm signed to sing licensing agencies, but they haven't got my music on TV and film yet. So I can't do that for you. But what I can do is what I've done already. I can teach you what I have accomplished. And that's why I freaking love what I do. Um, because I've been in the trenches. I know what you are about to go through or what you're already going through. So let me help you make that a little bit easier. And let me like clear the path for you a little bit, teach you what I've done, and then off you go. Well, I mean, it sounds like you've been raised by a gardener, mom, and a carpenter, dad. You know, the gardener uh, gives you, you know, all the, the tools you need, waters, all the flowers. You want to be a dancer and sports and music and all this. And then you're, the carpenter says, you're going to be a doctor. And hammers that into you, or you're going to be in communications and hammers that into you. You know, whatever it is, go, you know, go get that tool that you need for that job. Don't think about anything else. Don't dolly. That's dad. And then mom is, eh, whatever you want to do. Try this. Try that. Try that. But by the time, okay, well, by the time you're 30, you better be on that path of where you want to be. You know, and by the time you're 40, yeah, yeah, you should definitely know this is what you want to do for the rest of your life, pretty much. So between the music. Music and learning about you know learning how to be in this music business and then taking that knowledge and teaching others how to be in that music business or show business even broader show business because you have the the, the modeling you have the dancing you have uh, uh yeah acting you know play uh, other all kinds of ways to be in front of people or you know how to how to entertain people this is all knowledge in your head that you can impart on other people that's a great avenue and you already know okay that's another thing that you've taught taught people is you got to hustle in this business you can't do one thing i can't just be the karaoke guy i gotta be the wedding guy and the event guy and the podcast guy and the radio what guy and the you know i talk into 
phones, uh, you know, all day, all night. And, and and this is what I like to do. But it's not just one microphone. There's several different types of, of jobs in this uh, field. And you, man, I, I'm, I I commend you. you. You're taking this show business. You're taking it uh, far. You learn, you, you learn that from an early age that you needed to learn how to play guitar and accompany yourself because you can't count on anybody else. You can count on, you can count on people to an extent, but you can right. always count on you. Right, right. And, it, and if you do that, it really, it, there's such a larger, there's a much larger possibility of you showing yourself sides of you that you didn't know existed. That's why I'm so passionate about coaching. That's why I'm so passionate about what I do because I had no freaking clue I had this in me. I didn't have a fire under my ass. And all of a sudden I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to go do public speaking. Someone asked me to go speak in Sweden. I did public speaking events in Sweden, public speaking events in Ireland. And it's to encourage, I mean, I'm, I'm even in back in San Diego, I'm talking to kids anywhere from third grade to post-grads, adults in college and different countries, just because I, because of this career, if I didn't, if I didn't slow down for a second and, and talk to myself and say, you know, Alyssa, you're, you have an English major, you're pursuing an English major right now as a freshman in college and you like to dance and you're good at it. Okay, great. But nothing's really pulling you. Nothing's pushing you. Nothing's motivating you. Nothing's driving you. You're just kind of going about life because that's what your, your older brother did that. You went to high school, then he went to college and then you got a job. It's like, that's what your dad did. That's what your mom did. And then you just better do it because that's what freaking society tells you what to do. But if you listen to what you want, I needed to stop. I needed to take a break. It scared the crap out of my family. Like, oh my God, she's never going to go back to college. She's never going to get it. But she's not going to be. We're just so worried. She's going to go dance in LA. And I mean, I proved them right and wrong. I moved to LA. I hit rock bottom. I gained weight. I was drinking all over the place. Four part-time jobs, not amounting to shit. But I ended up singing and I took that. And when I hit that rock bottom, that clicked in me that I needed to change my life. Went back to school, San Diego, right? Started working again, doing the music thing. Took myself to Nashville. And from the second I moved to Nashville... Ever since I've been here, I've still been dancing, started hosting writer's nights, booking other um, artists, started my own um, career coaching agency, started singing the national anthem professionally, getting hired for uh, uh, corporate um, gigs to sing the national anthem. I've sung at uh, like sporting events, a lot of events for national anthem stuff. Um, I did a karaoke hosting as well, TV hosting. I mean, all these things happened from pursuing this one thing. And so if you, and also with and backing all the way up back to your guitar playing thing, if you, if you can't rely on someone else, you do have to rely on yourself. First and foremost, no matter what, whether someone flakes on you or not, you should rely on yourself for a lot of what you're doing in your career. So you I mean, you have, people have it in them. They just have to figure out what that thing is. And that's why I am an ashamedly me. It does mostly circle around music career, but I I also was coaching a retiree who worked for Boeing all of his life because he wanted to go from retirement into kind of dabbling in voiceover work for radio and commercials. And I have a tidbit of that experience. My freshman year of college, I did do some voiceover stuff for commercials on TV and radio. Um, I was even a disc jockey for a little bit. Uh, So I want to, I want to help you, whoever's listening to this, my love, my, what I want is to, if you don't think you have a passion and you don't know what the heck you're going to do in your life, you think like something's missing. You don't know what that is. I am here to help you find out what that is. 
if you have a passion, and you don't know how to turn it into a career. I'm here to help you do that. Now I can't guarantee it, but I will give you all of the knowledge I have and you have to do your part too. And hopefully that'll work out. Listen, JC, I, I'm listening to the passion, the energy that you have right now. You've got me motivated. Okay. I want it. I want it. <laughs> how, how do I, how do I do it? No. And, and okay. Part of that, you talked about uh, getting that mailbox money that that's part of the dream of uh, the, the musicianship. You know, once you, you get to a certain age, you've made all these songs, you know, you could, you can just live on royalties, I guess. Uh, part of that, some of that is uh, the sync that you've uh, trying to get your music into movies. And then hopefully you get a few residuals from that. The other thing that I recently learned was uh, um, make a Christmas song and hopefully uh-huh. it, that gets picked up every year. You yes. get, you know, it just keeps getting going. I mean, not, hey, it's not just Mariah Carey, okay? Everybody else can have a Christmas song that uh, gets played every year. Have a holly jolly Alyssa JC Christmas, you know, or what have you. <laughs> I might have just written it. I might have just written it. <laughs> but um, I, I feel it. I, I feel that you have a lot of knowledge to impart. I feel that you've got more to do in this business we call show. And I know I've taken some of your time, but uh, I mean, we've only really scratched the surface of who Alyssa JC is, uh, you know, to give people an idea of how to get a hold of you. Uh, go to an Alyssa JC show, uh, get some Alyssa JC merch, uh, get the albums, get all those CDs. I do miss going to record stores when I was a baby DJ, picking up the album, looking at the artwork, opening up the album, seeing the liner notes, finding out, oh, Alyssa JC was in the bathtub when she wrote this song and she was, uh, you know, picking wildflowers when she uh, when she thought about this song. You know, you're giving little stories about what happened behind the scenes. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I do appreciate the storyteller type shows that I've seen on your YouTube page because you do give a little story and then you sing a song. But tell people how to get a hold of you and 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 anything else you want to explore. Sure. Thank you. Well, I definitely, I definitely want to hit up the topic of the 10th album because that's really important since it's still brand new. But before we go there, um, <clears throat> AlyssaJC.com is a great hub. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you want like the old school music too, uh, literally, I have everything sitting conveniently right next to me. I mean, it's all the albums that I've ever, like, even down to, you don't even want to look at that. Yeah. Like, how, <laughs> look how old and cracked this is. That's just, I couldn't even, that's me printing that. Cause these are all, these are all self-released. So it's just, it's just nonsense. Right? Like this was, this is my debut album. Here's a change. I only have a couple of these physical albums left. And what's cool about this album is not only was it my debut, but you'll see that there are champagne glasses um, around there, the front and the back. And each champagne glass has a motivational word in it. So one says opportunity, achieve, self-worth, integrity, motivate, change, persevere, selfless, live fearless inspire and so uh, and you open it up and there's more in there there are 28 champagne glasses because my i was born on the 28th of december this can this was finalized december of 2009 came out in january 2010 so it was like the beginning of a new year here's to change um that's a title track of the album and it's got all these motivational things in it but this is a big this is a big deal to have have released this because it was like i said it was a debut thing my first full length and then you can get all the rest of my music on my website and download it on Apple Music. If you're an Apple Music person, download the songs. If you're not, I suggest you become one because that's how you help us in the artists. If you don't feel like buying them directly from me on my website, which I hope you do, uh, download me the song on Apple Music. I am on Spotify as well. I hope you follow both sides. Uh, Amazon Music, you can ask Alexa to play Shuffle Music by Alyssa JC. Um, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. 
uh, really everywhere you can find music i i'm there well when we go to an Alyssa jc show uh, is there a merch table that we can go meet you after the show i always i want to hug everyone you know if, if you want to meet me i want to hug you uh if you're at my show i want to thank you for being there and i will uh, yeah i mean I, there's as far as merch is concerned it's so expensive to record. Um, and after recording 10 albums and a billion singles, um, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm out of merch for the most part, except for, I still have the live albums on me. Uh, and I might still have like maybe 10 of these blue crew jam chapsticks. <laughs> it's Alyssa JC chapstick. It's a clear SPF 15. It just smells like blueberries. This is a little bit weird, but yeah, I, that's probably the extent of my merch that I have left, but I will be there talking to you after the show. I want to meet you. And most importantly, you need to bring the crew and wear your blue. We haven't talked about the importance of blue yet. I'm wearing so blue. I, I, <laughs> it's dark <so> blue. <laughs> any any shade is great. Any shade is great. Um, so the the importance of the blue thing uh, started when I was 16. I painted my car blue, and ever since then, I just was addicted to the color. Royal typically was my favorite. Is has been my favorite. My grandma passed away from Alzheimer's one month after I started singing. So February of 2005, and she never got to see a show. So I decided to take my already what I had unknown branded myself as my favorite color and when I said when and if I can get to a place where I could start giving back I'm going to do that through my color and Alzheimer's so this is my 11th year in Nashville since I moved to Nashville I've been consistently donating to the Alzheimer's Association giving them a portion of my ticket sales and my merchandise sales just for people coming to my shows wearing their favorite shades of blue. And yes, turquoise counts. A woman came to my show a few weeks ago and she's like, I know I'm not in your blue, but does turquoise count? I'm like, yes, turquoise counts. Turquoise blue. That's how that word works. So so bring the crew and wear your blue, please. I call my fans the blue crew. You can hashtag blue crew um, when you're posting pictures of the show. And uh, but yes, bring the crew and wear your blue so I can also donate portions of merchandise. Well, if I have merch, but tickets, sales, and, and CDs to the Alzheimer's Association. Well, Alyssa, JCC, that's another thing is, you know, through the, the, the tragic loss of your, your grandma, you found a cause uh, to, to believe in, to uh, something that you can give back to. Uh, you know, in this world, we go around one crazy, you know, you take care of yourself and then you try to take care of other people, you know, and it just makes concentric circles outside from your family and beyond your neighbors as 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 you can, you know, as you, as you have the means means to do and it's it um it says a lot about you that that you that you're affording to give back to society and help people out you know alzheimer i don't want to lose my my mind that'd be the worst thing you know you you know you you can lose your your hands and your feet but you lose your mind i think you're done you know that's it's tragic it's tragic and i don't want to end this on a downer oh my goodness Alyssa <laughs> jason you've been a, a complete pleasure to talk to uh you know just a, a shining example of a human being you know in, in my humble opinion I, i've been stalking you for the past little bits uh, as we uh, from when we met and uh, online and and uh you know up till uh, this and uh, this conversation and uh, i'll keep following you around I, i'm gonna be I, i'm an Alyssa gc fan there you go yeah. is, is there anything we can say what, like before we go about the 10th the 10th album is there any way we can i'm, I'm waiting about- for you <laughs> go tell me all about it <laughs> well first again thank you for having me thank you for having this platform to share you know your your personality and what you do 
with the world. And for all the listeners out there, it's, you know, we can't, we can't do what we do, both Keys Dan and I, we can't do it without you listening, um, without your viewing, without you coming to the shows, without you supporting us and what we do. So thank you very much, whether you're watching and streaming or whether you're listening, um, you're supporting both Dan and I. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and as far as the last thing I want to say, the album, the album is called Showing Up. And I personally feel this way. And I'm starting to notice in terms of downloads and streams and comments, it's by far and away the, the best material I've released. Uh, I co-produced every song, which means I sat in the chair with another person and decided where we're going to put certain instrumentations here or there. I wrote um, most of the songs. I co-wrote four of them. Um, I want everyone to know that I am a multi-genre artist. So you're going to hear whatever first song you hear when you go on to Spotify or Apple Music. That is not what my catalog sounds like. I'm pop. I'm blues. I'm country. I'm Americana. I'm reggae. I'm folk rock. I'm rap. A lot of like, my most recent songs have a combination of a lot of those things. My 10th album has 11 songs and a few of them kind of combine combine some of those together but I have a blues ballad on there a country ballad on there a reggae song on there um and I call it pop rap where it's Ed Sheeran meets uh Jason Mraz but like female style I've kind of cultivated this my own sound in that particular way and I love it I love I love the artistry of words and, and cadences and um, so you're going to hear a wide range of music so if you're into different styles of music you possibly will like a lot of what you hear so i hope you look up showing up showing up is the new album yeah my favorite group of all time is queen and if you listen to their albums you'll get a rock a pop a disco on this on the same album uh, their greatest hits album is a is every genre ever made it seems like you know but uh, yeah <laughs> i don't limit yourself ever i appreciate that you've done that and i look forward to listening to that album i i, I guess it's it's not out there or is it out there it released on I, my 10th album release on 101022. I guess I need to get out there, get off the get on the ball and listen. Uh, you know, I did peruse your your YouTube page and uh, man, you are, are are a performer. Not only are you uh the you know, a studio musician, studio performer, but you also go live and I I, I guess that's where where you where people are making their money these days or you know, is going live because um you're just not getting it from the streaming. That's for sure. Got to do a live show. Yes, I'm I live stream all the time. I I live stream today night on a platform called Dagit and that information is on my website. If you follow me on TikTok, I kind of sporadically pop up on there and do live shows anywhere from an hour to a little over three sometimes. And when I play in downtown Nashville, I'll stream certain shows, not not the ticketed shows. I won't live stream those. But so if I'm playing the listening room, that's a ticketed show. You're not going to see that on the live stream. But if I play at the Moxie, for example, that's a hotel, I'll live stream that on TikTok. So if you want to see live shows, follow me on TikTok. If you want to see the Wednesday night thing, go to my website. You can see all my upcoming show dates on my website. Um, and that changes sometimes almost on a day to day basis. I might add a show last minute. Uh, so check out alyssajc.com and I'm on all the socials and thank you so very much for listening and viewing and thank you so much for having me Dan. Well I'm going to have all that in the show notes for sure. Let people know how to get a hold of Alyssa JC. Well if there's any um, any shout outs you need to give to people as we wind this thing down and then uh, we'll close it up. Really just a shout out to the listeners man because like again you wouldn't have your show if people weren't listening and I wouldn't have a career if people didn't care about music so <laughs> I just 
have to say, I just want to give it up to anyone who, who enjoys what you do and is a part of what you do and anyone who enjoys what I do. Thank you. Thank you for being that person because you make our, you help our musical passions and our podcast passions go around. Well, once again, I don't want this to be the last time that we talk. As time progresses, I want you to talk come back, tomorrow. talk about new things, talk about what's happening in the world uh, as you see it. Uh, we can philosophize if you want, but I, I usually <laughs> like to finish these things off with last words for the people. This could be some words to live by, something you heard a long time ago, maybe a mantra that you wake up with every morning, or just whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. Alyssa J. Give the last words for the people. I am lucky. I said that to myself about 40 times last night before I was going to bed because I'm 41 and my dad is 81 and my mom is going to be 73 in May and they both have their health and they both are around and they love me. I come from a loving family. So I just, my last words are, I am lucky. Like I would say just, I don't, it's not that I don't care. It's not that I don't care what's going on in your life. Focus on the things that are like, no matter what's going on in your life, I should word it that way. No matter what you're experiencing, you still have things you can focus on that you can be grateful for. So remember to focus on those things. Well, there you have it, party people. Alyssa JC, what a sweet, sweet lady. Oh, my goodness. She's done so much, uh, you know, uh, between the dancing and the and the uh, athletics and the the singing. Oh, and she's and and the little acting. There's a little acting. I, I suspect uh, there'll be some more acting in the in the new in the future. I I just suspect you can't keep that girl off that off of film. All that needs to be up on film, up on uh, you know the small screen or the big screen or even on stage. I don't know uh, acting. I think you're going to explore that a little bit more, Alyssa JC. That's just what I see in your future. In addition to the motivational speaking and the teaching uh, of the motivate the motivating people, if you will, uh, teaching people one on one and thousands on one, <laughs> you know, just being up in front of, in front of crowds, giving the people that good energy, that good word, and uh, filling the filling the people with that knowledge that you've uh, accumulated into that head of yours. So, uh, in addition to putting on those live shows and putting out those albums, congratulations on album number ten. People are still making albums, crazy crazy i thought it was singles it was all singles you make one put it out there put it out there real quick and then by the time you make the next one that other one's already out the door <laughs> it's crazy short attention spans now music is forever and i appreciate that you can make music and change people's minds and change people's moods they've had a, a tough week a tough day at work and they come out to see an Alyssa jc show and they're gonna feel that much better so uh keep on doing what you do and do more if that's what you want use all that knowledge use all those skills and accumulate more skills and then put those to good use it's what you do Alyssa jc that's fantastic and then on top of that given to alzheimer's patients that's sweet very sweet it's good to know you i'm glad to have met you and thank you so much for being on the what makes you famous podcast i appreciate it now if you yes you i'm turning my attention to you my loyal listener if you'd like to tell your story i encourage you to give me a call 501-470-6386 or email keysdan at aol.com that's it for me it's keysdan radio what.com dj little rock.com peace i'm out of here be on radio what call 501-470-6386 say your name where you're from and you're listening to what the music you want is on radio what.com
If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Instagram at What Makes You Famous. Follow on Twitter at Makes Famous. And follow on YouTube at Keys Dan. Leave What Makes You Famous podcast a review and subscribe. Listen to What Makes You Famous podcast on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, and almost anywhere you find podcasts. Tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous. Call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keys dan email info at radio what.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keys dan.com thank you for listening radio what the music you want with some great, great quotes when we love we grow anonymous the music you want radio what.com